Recorded live. And welcome to episode 422 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Show. We, we have a, another very important show of material to share with you guys. Taylor Phillips, follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Lois Tenor, our national sports reporter, like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Man, the Pistons uh, starters were the ones that are lacking defense. I, th- I think they should swap, their all- swap all their starters and make the, make the bench start. Because look at the plus minuses. That's the first thing to go. Man, oh, man. Andre Drummond, a minus 30. Avery Bradley, a minus 28. Tobias Harris, a minus 24. This is just... (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, but uh, if you if you hear me uh, announce those pl- those plus minuses, those awful minuses, Drummond minus thirty, Avery Bradley minus twenty eight, Harris minus twenty four, Stanley Johnson minus seventeen, Langston Galloway minus nineteen. Langston Galloway is five points. Lewis, I'm gonna have to. My, you. my I know, I'm sorry. One more time, and I have to boot you off for, for the night. I'm sorry. My parents are trying to reach me. Oh, okay. This is, I, I guess this is not the time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Facebook them and tell them that I'm, I'm on the air right now, and, you know, I tell them to. All right. You know, just, just continue. Sorry about this. Yep. Yep, thanks. Um, man, I... 30, 58, 82, 101, 100, a minus 118 by all starters. And the bench, all bench players that that played came up with pluses. Each came up with a plus. Anthony Tolliver, a plus 18. Luke Kennard, plus 13. Boban Marjanovic, of all people, a plus 10. Boban Marjanovic came up with a plus 10. He got 14 points, 8 rebounds. Reggie Bullock and Ish Smith each with a plus 6. <laughs> Boban Marjanovic outscored Andre Drummond 14 to 12. It's no joke. Andre Drummond only in, the only piston in double figures in rebounds with 13. But man, the stars stunk up the joint. Tobias Harris with 21. The only player, the only Pistons starter to not stink up the joint 
in scoring. But um, the Oklahoma City Thunder led by as many as 27. Yeah. I mean. Okay. They, they just. I just. Oh, okay. That's about it. Maybe you should put your phone on silent. That's that's a tip. For yeah. You. Yeah, but this is my parents' phone, and they listen, and they just wanted to uh, let me let me know. So this is not my this is not my phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But if this this keeps happening, then then I then uh, I I'm gonna have to make a tough decision. So I I can't I have that. I know. So again, Pistons lose their eighth straight. Russell Westbrook with a double-double of his own, 31 points, 11 rebounds, a triple-double, 31 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. Paul George, 26, Carmelo Anthony, 21. Never underestimate that guy. Bench as as far as bench points are concerned, is Smith with nine assists, by the way. 15, 26, 42, 56, and 64. Sixty-four bench points by the Pistons. Twelve, twenty-two, twenty-five. The, the Pistons outscored the Thunder in bench points off the bench, sixty-four to twenty-five. And they still find a way to lose because they lack defense. Nobody can play defense on this Pistons team, especially not against the Oklahoma City Thunder, who improved at 29 and 20. 121 to 108, the final score, the Thunder scorched the Pistons, who dropped to 22 and 25. Forty-three rebounds each. Pistons just barely outscored the Thunder in the paint, 46 to 42, 20 personal fouls each, 13 offensive rebounds each, 30 defensive, 30 defensive rebounds each. That's so weird. Those are very weird numbers. The Thunder with nine steals, Pistons with only four. Boban came up with one of them.
And um, for, for those that rip, recklessly rip, continue to recklessly rip Boban, Marjanovic, uh, for not playing defense, but he's not letting alone the other, the opposers, nailing threes. Saw, saw them nail three threes on uh, Boban, who was standing in the lane. See, see, the point is, that's not his job. Pistons still in ninth place? Hmm. The, the Pistons have now lost seven straight, not eight. My bad. Seven. Pistons go to Cleveland. And the queue in the defending the Quicken Loans Arena, and play the defending Eastern Conference champion Cleveland Cavaliers, who are 28 and 19, third place. Sorry, we apologize for the technical difficulties that are interfering with our with our with our feed. Pistons starting home and home series at Quicken Loans Arena against the Cavaliers tomorrow at six. They tipped off at five today against the Thunder at home. They'll be back at home against the Cavs on Tuesday at 8 on TNT. They're going to have Monday off. Chippewas lose um, as well, 84-76. Pistons suck, so do my Chippewas. My God, this, this never changes. Josh Kaczynski, 19 minutes, zero points, one goddamn rebound, and four personal fouls. 0 for 2 shooting overall, both shot, both shot attempts from three-point range. Swap, and, and Keno Davis will never swap in for Kevin McKay, who comes up with 11 points, 30 minutes. This, this is still just too aggravating to me. Sean Roundtree with 17 points. Luke Meyer with 15. Cecil Williams with 14. David DeLeo with 11.
Kevin Zabo with 22, Jalen Walker with 21, Adonis De La Rosa with 14, Mitch Peterson off the bench with 8, Um, the flashes are five and three in the MAC, eleven and ten overall. CMU thirteen and eight, two and six in the MAC. They're home against the. Uh, they're at the Ohio Bobcats Tuesday at. Uh, they're home against the Northern Illinois Huskies Tuesday at seven. Then they're at the Ohio Bobcats. Sunday, uh, Saturday at 3.30. Sunday, my ass. <laughs> Saturday at 3.30. But seriously, Josh Kaczynski continues to score zero points and get only one rebound. No assists, no steals, no blocks. No nothing. No free throw attempts. Four personal fouls. He should have fouled out in that game because we don't need him. Thank God he's a senior. I can't wait until that until that season is over, and then <coughs> then he'll graduate and become become whatever he wants to be in life outside of the sports world. Because Josh Kaczynski cannot play basketball at all. I mean, uh, I mean, fuck it. I'm not even going to read the stats anymore cause, just because they, they aggravate me. The Western Michigan Broncos beat the, beat the NIU Huskies 79-72 at, in Kalamazoo at University Arena. Uh, Thomas Wilder, who came in with 39 points the last game ends up with 25 today Levi Bradley with 20 for for Northern Illinois who shoots only 27.8% from 3 The Eastern Michigan Eagles get another win, 58-48 at the Miami-Ohio Redhawks. 
who dropped to 11 and 10 and 4 and 4 in the MAC. That's no joke. The Eastern Michigan Eagles beat a slightly better team. Eastern 12 and 9, 3 and 5 in the MAC. <laughs> that's 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 quite amazing. First they beat Akron a week ago at home because Eastern was better than Akron record-wise and physically too. And now today they go on the road to beat the Red Hawks. The the Eagles, the the Eastern Michigan Eagles of all teams have now won two out of their last three games. Taking a look at the rest of their schedule, they're at Western Michigan Tuesday at 7. They're home against the Ball State Cardinals Saturday at noon. Next Saturday at noon. They're at Kent State and then at Bowling Green, home against Miami, Ohio, and then at CMU. God, I hope Eastern beats Central again completes that sweep. As I, know, I'm a, I know I'm a Chippewa, but Josh Kaczynski Josh Kaczynski just keeps dragging my chips down. He should just get the fuck off this damn team sooner rather than graduation time. <coughs> Eastern home. That's home against Toledo and NIU, and then at Western and Toledo. Now to the special report today, our top story. According to CNN, this is, and, and this NASCAR case, I, I told every, like I told everybody, is not nearly over yet. Like I said, Izzo and D'Antoni are standing their ground. According to CNN, a special, prosec- a special prosecutor will investigate Michigan State University, quote, from the president's office down, unquote, over how former MSU sports physician Larry Nasser, Dr. Larry Nasser, could have sexually abused girls and young women for nearly 20 years without university action, according to what said Michigan Attorney General Bill Chouette on Saturday. That's today. This is really, this is really good stuff, Lewis. You better hear this out. The investigation began last year, Chouette's office said, but the scope and makeup but the probe wasn't announced until Saturday, which was today. Schuett said, quote, my department will find out who knew what and when, who took action, who failed to take action, what did or did not happen, and what should have happened, unquote. He said, Schuett said that statement at a news conference in Lansing. He then said, quote, no individual and no department at Michigan State University is off limits, unquote. Chouette's statement comes a day after two prominent Michigan State coaches, longtime basketball coach Tom Izzo and football football head coach Mark Antonio, said they will not step down. See, that that's the point I'm trying to get to. Again, they're holding their they're just holding their ground. There's more. 
In response to allegations in an ESPN report uh, outside the lines in ESPN 60, E60 for short, in an ESPN report, in response to allegations in an ESPN report of a pattern of suppression of reports of sexual assault, violence, and gender discrimination by university officials, by university officials, including the athletics department, Izzo said Friday night, quote, we will cooperate with any investigation going forward as we have always done, unquote. Okay. When asked about reports that he would be leaving the university, Izzo said, well, I'm not going anywhere in my mind. I'm definitely not retiring. They're just, unquote, which was last night. D'Antonio also said yesterday, D'Antonio also yesterday held a news conference before the basketball game to say reports he would quit were, quote, absolutely false. Well, of course, he, he wouldn't quit. He, he, just like Izzo, stand their ground, just standing their ground. The investigation will be led by retired Kent County Prosecutor William Forsyth, assisted by the Michigan State Police Director Colonel Christy E2, who said she will help determine whether crimes were committed. Earlier this week, Nassar, who was who also was a national team gymnastics team doctor, was sentenced to decades in prison, maybe centuries in prison actually, 230 exact years total, for child pornography and for sexually abusing girls and young women in his care. Forsyth said his investigation will determine the following. Number one, how Nassar was allowed to abuse patients for nearly two decades without being stopped. Number two, who at Michigan State was aware of his actions? And number three, and number three, what university officials did when they became aware? To it said, quote, we're going to put a bright light at every corner of the university. This will be done right, period. Unquote. Chouette asking MSU attorney to turn over all info. Chouette said he would ask the school he would ask the school's board of trustees Saturday to have the school attorney Patrick 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 Fitzgerald quote turn over all information he has gathered in the course gathered in the course of his work to ensure our investigation leaves no stern, st- t- leaves no stone unturned unquote. And Schwartz said, quote, the response to this simple request will will speak volumes about MSU's willingness to cooperate in this this investigation, unquote. MSU and USA Gymnastics under fire. A Michigan judge sentenced Nassar on Wednesday to 40 to 175 years in prison after he pleaded guilty to seven counts of criminal sexual assault conduct in Ingham County and admitted to using his trusted medical position to assault and molest girls under the guise of medical treatment. More than 150 girls and women, 
156 to be exact, asserted during NASTAR's sentencing hearing this month that that NASTAR sexually abused them under the guise of medical care in his capacity as an MSU or USA Gymnastics physician over two decades. NASTAR is in prison, but fallout from the case continues with the NCAA saying it will look into whether the university violated any of its rules in that matter. Michigan State and USA Gymnastics are named as defendants in a, num- in a number of civil lawsuits by, n- by, m- <coughs> by more than 100, than 100 accusers, some of whom accuse the institutions of concealing or improperly dismissing allegations of abuse. Two top university officials, President Luanna Simon, Luanna K. Simon, that is, and athletic, and athletic director Mark Haas stepped down. The Detroit News recently reported that misconduct allegations against against NASA reached at least reached at least forty at least fourteen MSU representatives in the two decades before his arrest. The university received a Title IX complaint of sexual misconduct against Nassar in 2014, but the investigation concluded that Nassar's conduct was not of a sexual nature and he was cleared of any Title IX violations, the, the Detroit News reported. Lewis, you know what Title IX is, don't you? Lewis? Lewis, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I don't know what's going on here, but for those that don't know, Title IX is a federal law that protects people from sexual discrimination in education or other programs receiving federal aid. USA Gymnastics and Michigan State have denied wrongdoing, and USA Gymnastics said it reported the allegations to authorities when it learned about the sexual abuse. The university maintained that no official there believed Nassar Nassar committed sexual abuse until newspapers began reporting on the allegations in the summer of 2016. Any suggestion that it engaged in a cover in a cover-up is, quote, simply false, unquote, a school statement asserted last week. Get the fuck out of here. Nasser was a Michigan State sports physician from 1997 to 2016. USA Gymnastics, that's uh, probably 19 years or maybe 20. USA, USA Gymnastics counted him as a part of its medical staff or as national team doctor through several Olympic cycles. Now, Showeta is saying victims need to know they're being heard, unquote. Before this week, Nassar already had been sentenced to 60 years in prison for federal child pornography charges. That's in addition to the sexual assault 
seven-degree seven criminal sexual assault for 40 to 170 years, which, which, uh, which gives us some math to do. Again, that's that's 100 to 230 years total in prison for all for both the child pornography and the sexual assault charges, criminal, at seven criminal, at seven degree criminal sexual assault, both added together, mathematically. He has also pleaded guilty to three charges of criminal sexual conduct in Eaton County, Michigan, for which he is due to be sentenced Wednesday. Chouette's office said last week he would conduct a review of what happened at Michigan State and that details would be announced after Nassar's final round of sentencing. But Chouette changed course Saturday, saying it was time to reveal what his office was doing, while for the first time describing his efforts to investigate the school. Nassar's victims need to know that their voices are being Nasser's victims, quote, need to know that their voices are being heard, being listened to, and being acted upon, unquote, the, the Attorney General said. And that's the end of the article. That said, the Grand Rapids Griffins beat the Rockford Icehawks 4-1. to one. They're off until Thursday. So um so this article again is telling us that someone as a special prosecutor All right. There was a special, pro- well, but what that's our what that article is telling us is that uh, at Michigan State University will be even further investigated, even if Tom Izzo and Mark D'Antonio wish to stay in the remaining head coaching roles in men's basketball and football. Like I said before, they're only standing their ground. Even Lewis would agree with me, even though I can't hear him. He's unmuted right now.
and we apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, But um, I'm trying to get them to to, to uh, speak up live here. This is episode 422 of the Post Game. Taylor Phillips here. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Louis Tenora is our national sports reporter. If anything, if anyone has anything to say here, you can call this number 724-444-7444. The call ID is one four one one two three. Are still struggling here. I'll have to talk with him privately after the show. Again, this is episode 422 of the post game. Still waiting for Lewis Tenor, our national sports reporter, to get back on. Anyway, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a few minutes, give him a few more minutes to uh, get back on. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to cut it off and uh, come come back on come back here on talk show on Monday. I don't know what the hell is going on with uh, Lewis Tenor right now, but um, 
he apparently no longer has his has his parents' phone. He he actually made he's the one that made it publicly first, not me. Pistons again get scorched by the Oklahoma City Thunder, 121-108. At home at the shitty pizza arena. At Little Caesars Arena, that is. Whatever you want to call it. Just uh, taking a look at Instagram here. Okay. Um, Lewis, um, can you speak up here so I can hear you? I'm here. All right. Good. Good, good. Okay. Now we're talking. Good. All right. All Again, right. we apologize for the technical difficulties. My my fault. My fault. Yep. That, that's okay. Um, yeah, with, with all the sounds and then, and then that. But now, but now we're square here. So, um, I messaged that article to you from CNN, and thought I thought you'd uh, give, give it a, just a quick read, just to just to see what's going on about this uh, special prosecutor being assigned to investigate. Michigan State University in every corner. Oh. What say you on that? That, well, considering what's all been happening around with college campuses lately, uh, I'm not surprised. It's like, you know, an epidemic that has been running through all the college campuses. First with uh, the college basketball scandal, there with UConn, and now Michigan State, also with Larry Nassar. It's just been a complete epidemic that what's been going on. And mm-hmm. you know it's and it's frightening. It's, it's frightening to see what's happening on our college campuses. Yeah, and, um, and, and Michigan State with what happened um, recently, and you know it's I find very very disturbing. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that, that that is very evident. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, uh, Tom, yeah. yeah, go ahead. So, you know, I do find this very disturbing with what happened, not just with um, Michigan State University and probably all campuses of the state, but throughout uh, the entire country. So it is, yeah. you know. Yeah, USA yeah. Gymnastics, right? Exactly. That's, that's just the starters. 
Who else knows what's going on? There's other stuff we don't know about, but could be lurking anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Tom Izzo and Mark D'Antonio got involved defending MSU President Luana K. Simon. And, and then just last night, just yesterday and last night, D'Antonio and Ish, D'Antonio and Izzo stated that they're not going anywhere. They they plan not to reti- they don't plan to retire anytime soon, which means um, they they think they think they don't they think they're not in trouble with any anybody. But when 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 they when they when we can tell that they're lying, they're, they got to be in some kind of trouble. Some ramifications have to come to a head, and that's why that that's why there's this, there's this special prosecutor. Let me mention his name again. Uh, that's the investigation will be led by retired. Kent County Prosecutor William Forsyth. It's a, it's a that special, that special prosecutor is actually a retired prosecutor, William Forsyth from Kent County. So, he's actually had experience in prosecution. Yes, I'm looking over this article right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, it says that um, former MSU counselor said, Mark, D'Antonio, everyone must accept individual responsibility. Including Izzo and D'Antonio. Exactly. Yeah, and they're going to get their just due. That's the point. Mm-hmm. They think they're going to stand their ground and remain in their head coaching roles while they got another thing coming. They can stand their ground all they want, but they're going to have to they're going to have to take some heavy shots. And Buck Gino and I will discuss this tomorrow night at either 10 or 10.30 on Spreaker, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio on episode 301 of the Week in Review edition of the Michigan Sports Truth Podcast. And I, and I will share this with you after that one's over. So... That's all the Michigan Sports Truth material for tonight. Now it's time for Lewis to North National Sports Report. Louie, take it away. All right. Well, once again, folks, I, I apologize. It, it, it was a freak accident, and this will not happen again. I am not at home. Uh, just just a, just a freak accident, and this um, I take full responsibility over this. All right. So now we'll do the um, NBA first, as there's no uh, NHL action until Tuesday night or some Wednesday night, as the case may be. So we'll start with uh, NBA tonight. And it goes like this. By the way, Golden State just beat uh, Boston 109-105. That game was on ABC. Okay. All right. Just a second here as we update this. My computer's a little bit slow, but no problems. It was 109 105 Golden State, and that was a. I thought it was going to go to overtime, to be honest with you, from the way it looked, because that was a very highly competitive game. Stephon Curry had 49 points with a big win over the Celtics. Wow. 49 points. 
Uh, the scores include the Thunder over the Pistons, 121-108. Russell Westbrook had 31 points, 13 assists, and 11 rebounds, a uh, triple-double. Uh, Smith had 15 points, 9 assists, and 3 rebounds. Close one here we have the Pacers uh, just beat the Magic. I don't mean just a few minutes ago, but just barely beat them, 114 to 112. Aaron Gordon had 22 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, and Lance Stevenson had 21 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds. Wizards over the Hawks, 129-104. Markel Morris had 23 points, 5 five rebounds, and 3 assists, and Dwayne Dedman, 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 assist. Heat over the Hornets, 95-91. Dwight Howard had 20 points, 16 rebounds, 1 assist. Josh Richardson had 18 points, 5 assists, and 2 rebounds. As we mentioned, Warriors over the Celtics, 109-105. Other top performers in this game were Kyrie Irving had 37 points, 4 assists, and 2 rebounds, and Curry, along with, had five assists and four rebounds to go with his 49 points. Timberwolves beat the Nets, 111-97. Jateo Ogafor, 21 points, six rebounds and one block. Not bad. Still, you lost. And Carl Anthony Towns had 19 rebounds, 16 points, and one assist. And they say Ogafor is going to help turn the Nets around. Uh, please. And the Nuggets... Edged the Mavericks 91-89. Harrison Barnes had 22 points and six rebounds. Nikolai Jovic had a 16 rebounds. Triple double here, 16 rebounds, 11 points and 11 assists. Not bad. Okay, and those are the NBA scores for the evening. So now we'll check the standings, and they go like this. And. A little bit of a little bit of a shakeup tonight since the Celtics lost, but still they're in first place at 35 and 15, but still have a game and a half lead over the Toronto Raptors, which are now at 32 and 15. The Cavaliers are 28 and 19, five and a half back, six and a half back are the Heat at 20 and 21. Wizards are 27-22, seven and a half back. Pacers are 27-23, eight back. Sixers are 24-21, eight and a half back. And the Bucks are eight and a half back at 25-22. and 22. On the outside looking in, the Pistons are 22-25, 11 and a half back. The Knicks are 22-28, 13 back, following last night's win. Hornets are 14 back at 20-28. and 28. The Bulls are 18 and 31, 16 and a half back. Nets are 17 back with 18 and 32, thanks to that loss. The Magic are 20 back at 14 and 34, and the Hawks are at 14 and 35, 20 and a half back. The West Wizards are 40 and 10, have a four and a half game lead over the Rockets at 34 and 13. Spurs 32 and 19, eight and a half back. Wolves are nine back at thirty-two and twenty. Thunder are twenty-nine and twenty at ten and a half back. Pelicans are twelve back at twenty-seven and twenty-one. Blazers twenty-seven and twenty-two, twelve and a half back. 
Nuggets are 13 and a half back at 26 and 23. On the outside looking in, Clippers are even at 24 and 24, 15 back. Jazz are 21 and 28, 18 and a half back. Lakers are 19 and 29, 20 back. Grizzlies 22 back at 17 and 31. Suns are 17 and 32, 22 and a half back. Mavericks are 24 back at 16 and 34, and the Kings are also 24 back, but they are 15 and 33, which probably means that one has a game in hand, of course. All right, so the schedule is tomorrow. Uh, We'll look at that, and it goes this way for your Sunday games. Too bad another one on ABC. I figure with uh, the NHL and NBA only doing All-Stars, they would take advantage of this. I was wrong. So, we'll start with the 3.30 games. The Bucks will take on the Bulls at 3.30. Also 3.30, the Suns take on the Rockets. 4 o'clock, the Clippers take on the Pelicans. A pair of six, uh, three 6 o'clock games, the Lakers take on the Raptors. The Sixers take on the Thunder. Detroit takes on uh, the Pistons take on Cleveland. At 7 o'clock, the Kings take on the Spurs. Light day for a Sunday, but still, nonetheless, uh, worthwhile. Okay, so we've gone from that. Now let's go to the college ranks. And today, of course, was a doozy. Well, being at Saturday, it usually is. Okay, so let's go to the... Uh, Okay, let's go to save games. Starting with the top 25, and they go this way. Starting with the game of the day, Virginia, Virginia over Duke, number two versus number four, 65-63. Ty Jerome, 13 points, seven assists, and five rebounds. Marvin Bickley, the third, 30 points and 14 rebounds. 21st ranked Arizona State over Colorado, 80-66. to Aaron Wright, that's right with a W. Ten points, six rebounds, two assists. Tyra Holder had 22 points, five rebounds, and four assists. He had a good game the other night, too. Uh, number five, Kansas over Texas A&M, 79-68. Tyler Davis had 18 points, nine rebounds, and one block. And... Mikhail had 24 points, six rebounds, and three assists. Kentucky upset number seven, West Virginia, 83-76. Kevin Knox had 34 points and seven rebounds. Javon Carter had 26 points, seven assists, and three rebounds. Number nine, Cincinnati over Memphis, 62 to 48. Gary Clark had 18 points, nine rebounds, two assists. Jeremiah. Martin, 20 points, two rebounds, and one assist. Final overtime as North Carolina State upset number 10, North Carolina, 95-91. Friedman had 29 points, five rebounds, and one assist, and May had 31 points, 12 rebounds, and two assists. Number 11, Arizona, edged Utah, 74-73. Uh, Bearfield had 26 points, three assists, and two rebounds. And Rustic had 
23 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 blocks. That game was on Fox late this afternoon. Alabama upset number 12, Oklahoma, 80-73. Latin had 18 points, 7 rebounds, and 1 steal. And Hill had 9 points, 7 rebounds, and 2 assists. Texas Tech, which is number 14th ranked over South Carolina, 70-63. Evans had 31 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. Silva had 16 points. Five rebounds and one assist. Number 15, Gonzaga over San Francisco, 82-73. Bigardi had 15 points, five rebounds, two assists. Heidel had 15 (coughs) points, eight rebounds, and one assist. Number 19, Auburn over over LSU, 95-70. Onzemore, 14 points, three rebounds, two assists, and here on 21 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 assists. Number 20, Florida over Baylor, 81-60. Matson had 14 points and 6 rebounds. Tinza had 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. Number 22, Tennessee over Iowa State, 68-45. Turner had 20 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Callie Jr., 8 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. Mm. Number 24, Rhode Island over Duquesne, 61-58. Williams Jr. had 10 rebounds, 9 points, and 1 assist. Matthews had 20 points and 3 rebounds. And uh, in progress right now, number 16, St. Mary's, is facing Portland. And that score will be later on. Okay, so we've taken care of the ranked teams for now. So now let's check the rest of today's uh, matchups. Yeah, surprised. Uh, again, Hawaii's playing later on too, but they're not ranked. The 1 a.m. game. Uh, I don't. Well, then again, they do have a five-hour time difference in this part of the country as they do here, so that's why it goes so late. Okay, so we'll check now the rest of the we'll check now the rest of these scoreboard and it goes this way. Ball State over Akron in double overtime, one eleven one oh six. Too bad I wasn't able to see that game. Fairly Dickinson over Bryant, eighty nine to seventy eight. Quinnipiac over Fairfield, seventy five to seventy. UMBC over Maine, eighty six seventy four. Green Bay over Youngstown State, 85-67. Texas over Old Miss, 85-72. Kansas State over Georgia, 56-51. Evansville over Drake, 77-73. Virginia Commonwealth over George Mason, 84-76. Warham over UMass, 82-69. Western Michigan over Northern Illinois. 79-72. Drexel over Northeastern, 68-67. Elon over Townsend, 83-76. Kansas State up over South Carolina, upstate, 81-80. Colgate over American, 
Milwaukee over Cleveland State, 70 to 47. Winthrop over Campbell, 75-64. Charleston Southern over Rampard, 84-81. Holy Cross over Lafayette, 85-74. My cousin went there back in the, back in the 80s. Georgia State over Texas State, 54-50. Butler over St. John's, 70-45. Oh, yuck. New Orleans over the incarnate world of 68-58. North Dakota State over Western Illinois, 80-69. Louisiana over Troy, 81-69. Monroe over South Alabama, 83-74. Charleston over James Madison, 66-59. Webb over Longwood, 80-60. 60 at 57. Florida Atlantic edges Rice 63-62. Rio Grande Valley over Chicago State 87-81. Eastern Michigan over Miami of Ohio 58-48. Arkansas State over Appalachia State 93-88. Coastal Carolina over Little Rock 72-62. Florida State over Miami in overtime, 103-94. Pittsburgh over Rutgers, 60-43. Thanks a lot. Uh, um, Syracuse over Pitt, 60-55. Loyola Marymount, San Diego over Loyola Marymount, 89-82. Vanderbilt over TCU, 81-78. Burham over Western Carolina, 186. The Citadel over Mercer, 76-74 in a rivalry game. Uh, Central Arkansas over Northwestern State, 95-78. St. Louis over Dayton, 75-65. New Hampshire over Binghamton, 57-52. Mount St. Mary's over St. Francis of Brooklyn, 86-72, 86-72, Monmouth over Marist, 91-78. At least Monmouth is winning now. Montana State over Southern Utah, 69-66. Sacramento State over Portland State, 71-61. Cornell over Columbia, 82-81. Lipsicum over NGIT, 86-79. They can't catch a break. Ugh. Northern Florida over Stenson. 7366 Loyola Maryland over the army 7968 Fort um UNIC over Fort Wayne 7162 Continuing on down the line Coppin State over South Carolina State 7365 Savannah State uh, crushed Delaware State 10686 Howard over the Maryland of Eastern Shores, 86-75. North Carolina Central over North Carolina, I'm sorry, North Carolina A&T over North Carolina Central, 70-64. Kent State over Central Michigan, 84-76. LIU Brooklyn over Central Connecticut State, 94-89 overtime. Asheville over High Point, 84-77. VMI over Chattanooga, just barely, 
Georgia Southern over Arlington, 74-59. Utah Valley over Grand Canyon, 68-56. Hartford over UMass Lowell, 77-70. Wyoming over San Jose State, 90-86. Mississippi Valley State over Jackson State, 72-67. Oral Roberts over Nebraska Christian, 106-74. Eastern Washington edges Northern Colorado 67-65. San Diego State over IPFW 78-76. Lamar over McNeese State 86-80. Santa Clara over Pepperdine 73-59. Arkansas over Oklahoma State 66-56. Denver over South Dakota, 84-68. Southern Illinois edges Missouri State, 79-77. Harvard over Brown, 86-77. North Texas over Florida International in overtime, 69-67. Florida A&M over Hampton, 75-71. Prairie View over... Alabama State, 86-80. Norfolk State over uh, BCU, 71-70. Southern over Alcorn State, 61-48. East Tennessee State over Warford, 75-62. Stephen F. Austin over Sam Houston State, 82-66. Pennsylvania over St. Joseph's, 67-56. Albany over Stony Brook, 57-50. Toledo over Bowling Green, 101-75, no contest. Um, Iona over Manhattan, 78-65. Niagara over Canisius, 105-89. Hofstra over Delaware, 64-59. Ooh, I'm looking. Wilmington over William & Mary, 84-81. Yale over Dartmouth, 74-64. Utah State over Fresno State, 65-62. Florida Gulf Coast over Jacksonville, 68-62. Navy over Lehigh, 77-75. Louisiana Tech over Southern Miss, 89-66. Old Dominion over Charlotte, 88-66. Mid-Tennessee over UTEP, 81-50. Mississippi State over Missouri, 74-62. Texas A&MCC over Houston Baptist, 79-69. Tennessee State over Eastern Illinois, 57-50. Tennessee Tech over Tennessee Martin, 63-55. A lot of Tennessee schools out here. BYU over the Pacific, 82-65. Montana over Northern Arizona, 82-64. Weber State over Idaho State, 77-70. New Mexico over Colorado State, 80-65. And last but not least, Grambling over Arkansas Pine Bluff, 69-68. Okay, and now we got tomorrow's schedule, but this one isn't as quite as long. And tomorrow's schedule starts at noon, as they usually do on Sunday. And it starts this way. Two o'clock games are 
George Washington versus St. Bonaventure, and Bucknell takes on Boston University. Your 1 o'clock games go as follows. Number one ranked Villanova will take on Marquette in a Big East battle. Also, number six, Michigan takes on Maryland. Rowan takes on Princeton. And Detroit Mercy takes on Northern Kentucky. Two o'clock games, East Carolina versus SMU. Bradley takes on Indiana State. Richmond takes on Davidson. Wagner takes on Robert Morris. Sacred Heart takes on St. Francis of Pennsylvania. And Oakland takes on Wright State. Three o'clock, South Florida takes on Houston. 3.30, number three, Purdue takes on Indiana. Cal takes on, four o'clock games, Cal takes on USC. Seton Hall takes on DePaul. Northern Iowa takes on Loyola Chicago. Six o'clock, Tulsa takes on number 17, Wichita State. 18th, Clemson takes on Georgia Tech. UConn takes on Temple. And Washington State takes on Washington. And that takes care of the, the games for tomorrow, except for the NFL Pro Bowl game, which is at 3, and the NHL All-Star game, which is at 6. So we take care of that. Um, I did find an article here. Uh, that article was a, diff- it was a different article considering uh, the Sabres defenseman. Yes. Zach Bogusin to have season-ending hip surgery. He will miss the remainder of the season after it was determined that hip surgery is going to be required. Uh, General Manager Jason Bortel announced the decision yesterday in saying Bogusin will miss four to six months with the expectation the player will be ready for the start of training camp next season. Uh, Bortelli says Bogusin has been been dealing with with the injury since the start of the season. So now you're taking care of it? Hmm. Bogusin missed the past six games, including their 4 nothing win at Vancouver on Thursday. The 10-year NHL player has just one assist in being limited to just 18 games after missing the first 25 games of the season. The Sabres earned the All-Star break in last place in the Eastern Conference, despite winning three straight games for the first time in nearly a year. Buffalo is off until Tuesday when they play against the Devils to open up a five-game homestand. Ugh. Man. That is ugly. But, nevertheless, noteworthy. Okay, other news items of the day go as follows. Uh, Tiger Woods is uh, making something of a strong comeback at the Farmers Insurance Open. He still has quite a way to go, uh, but he's now only eight strokes back uh, of the of Valier Alex Norman. Uh, Woods actually takes shot seven. Ryan Palmer is now one stroke back of leaderboard. So he's uh, making progress. I don't know if it's going to be enough to win, but this would be um, a good story uh, regardless. So um, I think you might want to keep my eye on that. Okay. On to more news here. Um, Carmelo Anthony becomes the third active player to reach the point mark of 25,000. Uh, this was over a 121 to 108 mark. I uh, went over the Pistons. 
Only Dirk Nowitzki and LeBron are the only active players to reach that mark. And the 25th player overall with ABA and NBA standings combined. As um, NBA injuries continue to mount, we have another one. As Thunder guard Andre Robinson was carted off on a stretcher today as his leg gave out in in the receiving end of an alley-oop attempt against the Pistons. Sources told ESPN that early reports uh, indicate that Robinson suffered a patella tendon and is expected to go under season-ending surgery. Robertson will undergo further testing once he returns to OKC from Detroit. He missed eight games this season with patellar tendonitis, injury to his left knee. The injury occurred within about four minutes left in the third quarter. Thunder forward Paul George will take the place of DeMarcus Cousins in the All-Star game next month. The announcement uh, was made today, I should say now yesterday, this is now after midnight. Cousins was selected by LeBron James as a Western Conference starter, but will miss the rest of the season with a ruptured Achilles tendon. Uh, When a player is injured, Commissioner Adam Silver names the replacement. And in this case, George was selected by virtue of most voting points from coaches. Among Western Conference not players selected as a reserve. George was selected over Chris Paul and Lou Williams. Even over Lou Williams, wow. Cousins was a starter, but Team LeBron will determine who is the replacement. George was not selected as a starter uh, by the coaches as a reserve when teams were announced on Tuesday. And that drew controversy from teammate Russell Westbrook calling it outrageous. Some might think it is. Uh, New York Jets are expected to hire former Bills offensive coordinator Rick Denson, who will take the place of Steve Marshall, who got the axe as the offensive uh, line coach and running uh, game coordinator. According to ESPN, Denson will work under offensive coordinator under Jerry Bates, who was the Jets quarterback's coach before being promoted to the coordinator role that replaced John Norton, who was fired after just one season. And that was an atrocious season last year. All right. Uh, there's more coming in. NBA News Grizzlies forward guard. Michael Conley has decided to go for season-ending surgery on his left heel. According to manager Chris Wallace, uh, Wallace announced the surgery today, uh, right yesterday, in an email and, and informing season ticket holders. Conley was able to work out in three and three scrimmages early this month, but his injury had persisted. He is expected to recover, though, just in time by the time training camp starts. Before the injury, he was at 17.1 points per game and 4.1 rebounds. That was before the injury occurred on November 13th. Continuing down the line here, uh, Manny Machado will play at shortstop for the Oilers in this upcoming season after spending nearly his entire career at third base. Orioles manager Buck Showalter uh, confirmed today that Machado will switch positions to switch positions. Uh, it was yesterday at the team's Fan Fest. Machado switched positions with Tim Beckham. Um, 
Joe Walter said last month that he spoke to Machado about returning to shortstop. Machado was the subject of wide trade rumors this offseason and had a desire to play shortstop since joining the Orioles. Joe Walter acknowledged today, yesterday that Beckham also preferred to play at shortstop. I was trying to say bend him like Beckham, but that probably doesn't work in baseball. I tried. <laughs> All right. So, here we go. Um, LeBron had a very unusual game on uh, Friday night now, as he scored a very unusual quadruple-double. 26 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, but also had 11 turnovers in the game and it went over the Pacers. LeBron played 40 of the 48 minutes. Derek Rose was asked to be subbed out as LeBron was in, was in fatigue mode. Coach Tyron Lou said, I think the workload has caught up with him. He also stated that he had to start making better passes as he had made some passes he normally does not make. However, when you feel fatigued, and playing tired throughout the course of a season, it does eventually happen. Even as great, even as great as LeBron is, it is capable of happening to anyone. After all, no one is immune. Uh, Heisman Trophy winner Baker Mayfield um, saw limited action in today's Senior Bowl, just down to just one series. Sources tell Jeff uh, Leg, Wold Mayfield has strong week of practices at the college all-star showcase in Mobile, or Mobile, Alabama, but said nothing about playing in today's game. The MMQB Robert uh, Klinko reported that Mayfield reported that Mayfield decided to play. Uh, Mayfield was selected the most outstanding quarterback of the week despite showing up just in time for the first practice session on Tuesday that was due to a health concern with his mother. Analysts praised him for his command in the huddle and energy on the field as much as his skills have displayed. Um, now the man who killed NFL running back Joe McKnight back in December 16 in a road range confrontation was sentenced and found guilty of manslaughter on Friday in New Orleans. The man's name is Robert Gasser, that's two S's, was charged with second-degree um, murder, which carries a life sentence. Manslaughter carries a sentence that could range from no jail time to 40 years. State District Judge Ellen Kovach is setting a March 15th sentencing date. Juries began to deliver on Friday afternoon. In the case, defense attorney said Gasser feared for his life when he fired from the driver's seat at Avignon Knight, who was standing at the passenger side, the side window. Police say the death followed a five-mile, a five-mile, eight-kilometer rolling confrontation that began with dangerously aggressive driving at a New Orleans bridge and ended up with Ignite being shot outside Gasser's car at the intersection. McKnight played three seasons in the NFL, two with the Jets and then one with the Chiefs, and also spent time with the CFL. McKnight was shot on December 1st, 2016. Gasser never left the shooting scene and was free after eight hours of questioning. 
Caroline Wozniacki wins the Australian Open over Samora Hep in three sets, and it was her first major in 42 Grand Slam events. Oh, sweet Caroline. Oh, boy. I know, that was pretty bad. Um, and the men's final is at six is at 3.30 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning, or late tonight. Uh, I received word before we went off, just after we went off the air, that Jolene Hill is leaving the 6 p.m. Sports Center as of Friday and will move to a new role on the ESPN website, The Undefeated. The move comes two months after being suspended from the network after suggesting a boycott of Dallas Cowboy sponsors and four months after becoming the subject of a firestorm of criticizing President Trump. Oh, boy. It just doesn't stop, folks. It just doesn't stop. All right, so let's just see if there's anything else available from the college uh, ranks. Just to see if I missed anything. And, yeah, cause it's, it's, still, it's still considered the 27th as far as the college basketball is concerned. So we'll check this out right now. And Fullerton White plays at 1 a.m. this morning. Oh, man. Stanford is playing UCLA right now. Portland is playing Mount St. Mary's as well. And Cal State Fullerton is taking on Hawaii at 1 a.m. Any night owls out there for basketball? Unreal. Okay, so I believe that is just about it. And so I'll just uh, turn back over to you. All right, that's going to do it for episode 422 of the post game. Episode 423 will be on the air Monday night. Actually, Tuesday night at 8. Tuesday night at 11. So until then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page. Episode 301 at either 10 or 1030 with Buck Gino and myself on Spreaker, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good night.